Shalom to all. Today's office of Amazav Kofchas. We are starting the third line, the first word on the line. And today's office sponsor, Lilu Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sar, Basav Yaakov Maisha, Her Nisham Shadavan Aliyah, and Lilu Nishmas, Mars Freidechaya Bela, Basav Yitzchok Tzvi, Her Nisham Shadavan Aliyah. I think Mars says, Tarabana, we have a Brisa. Ezu Mion, what is Mion? Amrav, she says, Efshi Uplani Bali, I do not want my husband, the so and so. Efshi Bigdushin Shekidi Shuni Imi Vachi, I don't want this Kedushin that my mother and brother performed for me. Yes, Al Kane, more than that, Amrav Yudi says, I feel like Yashavis Papirion, even if she's sitting in the Papirion, this is like the canopy or the couch. It's kind of like the Kala's chair that the Kala sits on before she goes to the Chuppah. So even if she's sitting on this chair, and she's about to be brought from her father's house to her husband's house, and she says, I don't want to be married to this fellow. That's considered Mion. More than that, even if there's guests reclining in her husband's house, as she's standing there and giving them food and drink, she's serving them like a good Balabasta. And she tells them, I don't want to be married to my husband. That's considered Mion. And the over here is that even though there's no Bezdin and they're being quiet, they're not responding to her, still that considered like a good meon. And Yasra can even more than that, even if her husband sends her to the storekeeper to go bring him something which is his, she tells the storekeeper, I don't want to be married to my husband. And you don't have a greater meon than that. And the Chiddush over there is even though she's just telling it to the Chenveni, there aren't even three people there, and you might say that she's just stressed out that she has to bring something for her husband, but she's not really serious, nonetheless, we consider that a meon. And the if this young girl doesn't know how to watch the kiddushin that was given to her, let's say she was given a ring or something like that and she doesn't know how to guard it, she's someone that does not have to do meon because she's too young. And we have a that she did not do meon, and then she gets up and just gets married to somebody else. She didn't do meon. She literally just went and married somebody else one day without doing meon. They said, getting married to somebody else, that is considered meon to her previous husband. Who they asked, what about if she accepted Kiddushin from someone else? Is that considered like Mion? Accepting Kiddushin, that's also considered Mion. Who they asked, do their button argue with Rabbi Huda Mesera or not? And in terms of Pligi, if you want to say that they do argue with Rabbi Huda Mesera, do they argue only when she accepted Kiddushin from somebody else? Or even if she got married to somebody else, they still argue with him and they would say that's not considered Mion. And in terms of Pligi, if you want to say they argue even by Nisuin, halacha kamaisei and halacha kamaisei is halacha like Rabbi Yudim Beseira or not? Vim Tzmalim halacha kamaisei. If you want to say the halacha is like him, by Nisuin, I feel bigdushin. Is halacha like him only by Nisuin? Meaning only when she gets married to somebody else that's considered a mion, or is halacha also by kiddushin when she simply accepts kiddushin from somebody else that is also considered a mion? So Tashma, I'm Rabbi Yudam Rishmul. Halacha Rabbi Yudim Beseira. The halacha is like Rabbi Yudim Beseira, and halacha mechal de pligi by saying that this is the halacha. It must be that they argue with him. You still would have a question. Are we talking about that this woman was married to this husband? Mikacha, or are we saying that she only had Kiddushin with her original husband? So Tashma Avian attempted to ride the Kalasid to Abdon Imrod, the daughters in law of Abdon, they were married against her husband, they refused their husband's Tashmish. Shah the Rebbe Zugi the Rabbanon, Rebbe sent a pair of the Rabbanon and the Kinu to go check to see if they're still in their state of rebelliousness against her husband. Amri so other women that saw these Rabbanon coming told the daughters of Abdon, see your husbands are coming back. So Amri Luhu, these daughters of Abdon told them, let them be your husbands, meaning we don't want to be married to them, that's like me on. Rebbe, Rebbe said, there isn't a greater meal than that. Like, clearly show that they don't want to be married to their husbands. My love to have in a Sibar, aren't we talking about a case where they were married to their husbands and it wasn't just Kiddushin? The Gemara says, Lord, that's not a riot. To have a there was only Kiddushin to their husbands, but there wasn't Nisun with their husbands. Even when they were married to their original husbands and not just with Kiddushin. And the Meshat said, that the Mas of Ketana is nothing and she's not considered married to this husband, and therefore, if she's a Baskain, she could go back to her father's house and eat truma. 
I looked at all the paintings of the Chachamim. I didn't find a single person that's consistent with his shita when we're dealing with Iktana getting married like Rabbi Lezer is. Rabbi Lezer treats her like she's walking around with him in a chatzar. She gets up from being with him. She goes to the mikvah and she could eat shrum in the evening in her father's house. Meaning, even though she's having tashvish with her husband, she could go back to her father's house and she could eat shrum. She's not considered married to her husband at all. And Tanya Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Lezer says, is nothing. Her husband is a zaycha in that which she finds or that which she produces. He's not able to be made for her nadarim. He doesn't inherit her. He's not able to be made for her nadarim. This is the rule. She's not considered like his wife for anything. But she needs me to leave this marriage. Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Shua says the opposite. Her husband is zaycha in that which she finds and that which she produces. He's allowed to be made for her nadarim. He could yarsh on her if she dies. And he become tummy to her if he's a kind. This is the rule according to Rabbi Shua. She's considered like his wife for everything. It's just that she has this one thing that she's able to leave with me and she doesn't need to get. Now, I'm a Rebbe, near to Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Shua. Rabbi Lezer is more seemingly than Rabbi Shua. Rabbi Lezer, because Rabbi Lezer is very consistent when it comes to Kitano. Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Shua, he makes a differentiation. As a Gemara, my Chilek, how did Rabbi Shua make a differentiation? Because if she's really his wife, he buy a get. So then she should have to have a get. So Rabbi Shua is not consistent. So we ask Rabbi Lezer, also, if she's not considered like his wife, so she shouldn't even have to do Mion. Gemar says, no, what you want her to leave with nothing? When she leaves the marriage, she has to do something. So the most basic something that she could do is Mion. So we see that Rabbi Lezer is very consistent with his Shita of Ketana. Now the Mishnah concludes is somewhat of an unclear statement from Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov. Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov had told us that if the reason why she's staying with her husband is because of him, so then she would need Mion. But if she's with her husband not because of him, so then she doesn't need Mion. Now the Gemara explains, what does it mean she's staying with her husband because of her husband? Or she's staying with her husband but not because of her husband. So I'm Shmuel, he explains, let's say they go over to this woman, she's married, and they say, hey, do you want to marry someone else? And she says, I can't get married to this other fellow because I'm married to my husband. That's an akava, she's staying with her husband because of her husband. The reason why she refused a marriage to somebody else is because she's married to her husband, so that's because of her husband. But if she's saying, no, the reason why I don't want that shit that you're suggesting me is because I don't like that person. That's her remaining with her husband, but not because of her husband. It just means she doesn't like the other person, but doesn't mean that she does like her husband. Both of them say, If he gave her a get, that's considered a cover from the husband. Now he's not allowed to marry her relatives. She's not allowed to marry his relatives. And he passed her from Kuhuna by giving her this get. But if she did mean to him, that's an a cover that doesn't have to do with the husband because she did mean. He's allowed to marry her relatives. She's allowed to marry his relatives. That doesn't pass her from Kuna. The Gemara asks, What's a Baya Bar Oven or Rechanin Bar Oven telling us? We already taught this later on. If she does me into him, he's allowed to marry her relatives. She's allowed to marry his relatives. That doesn't pass her from Kuna. Not so again. If he gave her again, he's also in her relatives. She's also in his relatives. And that passes her from Kuna. So what are they teaching us? We already learned that. So Gemara says, Prusha, come and fire. They're just explaining what that Mishnah is telling us. And we just quoted this Mishnah in the Gemara, and here's the Mishnah right here. If she does me unto him, he's permitted to marry her relatives, she's permitted to marry his relatives, that doesn't pass her from Kuna, not so get, but if he gave her a get, he's allowed to marry her relatives, she's allowed to marry his relatives, and that passes her from Kuna. And now we're going to have a number of different scenarios that have get and me in them. Let's say, her husband Ruven gave her a get, and then he remarried.
married her, Mianaboy, and then she did Mion to this first husband of hers, Ruvain. Venice is Laacher. Then she married somebody else. She married Shimon. Venice Armelon is Garsha. And then she became a widow, or Shimon divorced her. With her Lachser Loy, she's allowed to go back to her first husband, Ruvain. Now, even though in a standard case, when a man divorces his wife and she marries somebody else, he is not allowed to remarry her. Since over here, after Ruvain divorced her, he remarried her, and then she did Mion. That Mion uproots the original get that he gave her. Now it's not considered like he's being Machser Grushasai. The Mishnah with another case. Mianaboy Vechzira. Let's say she did Mion to Ruvain, and then he remarried her. Get, and then he gave her a get. When he's Laacher, she married somebody else. When his Armel is Garsha, she became an Almano or she got divorced from that second person. Now she's not allowed to go back to her original husband. This is rule get If he gave her a get after she already did Mion, so then he's not allowed to remarry her. Mion Acher get. But if she did Mion after she got a get, then she is allowed to remarry him. Another case, she did Mion to a man, meaning to Ruven. She married somebody else. She married Shimon, and then she got divorced from Shimon. She married Levi. And then she did me into Levi. Laacher, she married Yehuda. Vegirshin, she got divorced by Yehuda. Zakla, this is a rule. Call Shiyat to beget. If the reason why she left this husband is because she got divorced with a get, Asura Lachserloi, she's not allowed to go back to him. But Bameen, if she left him by doing Mion, Mataris Lachserloi, so then she is allowed to go back to him and marry him. The Gemara tells us, Alma Asimion Umvatal get. We see from our Meshnah that Mion could come and be Mavatal get. He gave her a get. He remarried her. She did Mion. That Mion uproots the original get. As we said, the Gemara has for many, but we have a steer from the Meshnah itself. The Meshnah itself says, Hama Enes Beish, when she did Mion to her first husband, then she married somebody else, Vegirsha, then she got divorced by that second husband. Laacher, she married a third husband, Umiyan Abay, and then she did Mion to that third husband. Laacher, she married a fourth husband, Vegirsha, and then she got divorced by that fourth husband. Zaklal, this is the rule. Call Shiyasai men beget, If the reason why she left this husband is because she got a get, so then she's not allowed to go back to him. But Bameen, Mutaris Lachser Loy, if she left this husband with Mion, so then she is allowed to go back to him. Alma, what do we see from here? Loyasi Mion de Chavri, that doing Mion to one husband is not Mavatal the get that the previous husband gave her, so it seems to be that Mion does not uproot a get. Some of you, Shmuel, he says, Taber, you're right, it's a contradiction. Misha Shanazula, Shanazu. The one that taught the first part of the Mishnah clearly is not the one that taught the second part of the Mishnah. And now Amarava, Rava says, Umay Kosha, what's the question? Perhaps we could say that when she does me unto him, so that's going to be Vatel, a get that he had previously given her. But me unto Chavri, when she does me unto his friend, meaning when she does me unto the second husband, that's not going to uproot the get from the first husband. And Umay Shno, me unto Chavri, why is it when she does me unto the second husband? That's not going to be Vatel, the get of the first husband, and she's not going to go back and marry the first husband. That's because since she recognizes the hints and hand gestures of her original husband, it was her first husband, so she knows him, she recognizes him. He's going to go and convince her to come back to him. The original husband's going to follow her around. He's going to hint to her and wink to her and make different hand motions. She's going to realize that he really wants her back. Then she's just going to be mind to her second husband to go back to her first husband. So in order to prevent the first husband from convincing her to leave the second husband, we say that even if she does mean to the second husband, she's not allowed to go back to the first one. The Gemara asks if that's really so. Even when she does me unto him, the first husband, that should not be mevatel the get that the first husband gave her. And why is that? For the same reason, since she recognizes hand gestures and all of his different movements and his winking and different things that he can hint to her, so he's going to convince her to come back to him. So Gamar says, no, in that case, we don't have a problem. He already tried to convince her and she wasn't convinced. In this case that we're talking about is he had already divorced her, he remarried her, and then she did meun. If he wasn't able to convince her to stay with him, even after the second time of being married and she did me in on her own, so nothing he could do is going to convince her to come back to him. In the first case, when he was the one that divorced her and she never did me into him, so then it's very possible that he'll be able to convince her to come back to him. But when she was the one that did me into him, after already receiving a get, we say that we don't have a problem, we're not afraid that he's going to convince her to come back. But the mark continues, Ali Kasha, the Chavri, the Chavri Kasha. If you're going to have a steer between two parts of the Mishnah, it's going to be between two parts when we're talking about when she married somebody else, not the first husband. What's the Kasha? The Mishnah says, if she did me in against him and then he took her back, 
again, and then he gave her again. And then she married somebody else. When his armlo and his garsha, she became an almano. She became divorced from that second person. She's now to go back to him. Now we make a diuk from there. That time, the reason why she's now to go back to the first husband is in his armlo and his garsha because she was divorced or widowed from the second one. But implies that if she did mean to the second husband, she would be allowed to go back to the first husband. We see from here that mean to second husband will be mevatel to go to the first husband. But for Minias, who steer the safe of the Mishnah says, if she does mean to a man, she marries somebody else. Megirshin, she gets divorced by the second man. She married a third man. Then she did mean to him. This is the rule. If she left this person by a get, she's allowed to go back to him. But if she left this person because of mean, she is allowed to go back to him. Amo, we see from here, the mean to one person is not going to be vatal the get a previous husband gave her. So I'm Rebbe Lazar, he says, you're right, Tavra, it's a contradiction. Misha Shonazula, Shonazu, the one that taught the first part of the Mishnah is not the same time that taught the second part of the Mishnah. Now, Ulamar, he says, it's not a steer, in the last case of the Mishnah, we're talking about that she received three getin, the Mexican Gedayla, that looks like she's a Gedayla. When she receives three getin from three different husbands, people already treat her as if she's a Gedayla, and that's why she's not to go back to the original husband. People don't view her as a Ketana anymore. But now the Gemara says, Mantana, who's a Tana of our Mishnah? Um, Rav Yudam, Rav, what's Pshat in the Pasuk? The Pasuk tells us, We drink our water for money, our wood comes at a price. And this is talking about the times where there was terrible persecution from the Romans and they had to pay a very high price to learn Taira. And Bishas Zakan, it was at the time of this great danger in his Baksha Halacha Zu, this Halacha was asked, meaning they asked a question about this Halacha. Let's say she left her first husband and it was because of a get. She left her second husband with Mion. Is she allowed to go back to the first husband? So how did they answer this question? They hired a person for 400 Zuz. He went to Rabbi Kiva in jail to ask him this question. But also, Rabbi Kiva said, it's Usher, she's not to go back to her first husband. As Rabbi Huda ben Maseir ben Itzivin, they went to Rabbi Huda ben Maseir in Itzivin, the Usher, and he also said that she's not to go back to her first husband. Now, Amr Bishon Barbesir, Bishon Barbesir said, Lazu Rachnu. For this, we don't have to hire a person for so much money and send this question to Rabbi Kiva and to Rabbi Huda ben Maseir. Why is that? If we allowed her to marry an Isser Kares, for sure we allow her to marry an Isser Love. And this Love is being Machsar Grushasa, so of course she's allowed to go back to him. So that's not what the question was. However, this was the question that was sent to Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Huda this woman was married to this fellow's mother's brother. That makes her Isr Shnia to him. And then her husband died or divorced her. And then she married his paternal brother. And then his paternal brother died without children. Is she allowed to do me unto her previous husband? And that automatically uproots that original marriage that she had, which turned her into a shnia to this fellow, and then she should be allowed to do yibum to him. In other words, do we allow mion after death because now we're talking about a mitzvah, now we're talking about a yibum, or not? And it was in this situation that they hired two people for 400 zoz, and they went and they asked Rabbi Kiva in jail, and he said it's Usr. They went and asked Rabbi Huda ben Basir, and he also said it's Usr. And he tells us, Rav, Rav does agree. She is permitted to marry the brother of the one she's usher to. Remember, she was married to her first husband. He divorced her. She married somebody else. She did me unto that second husband. We're saying she's not allowed to go back to her original husband. What we're saying right now is that she is allowed to marry her original husband's brother. The Gemara asks, Pshita, is that obvious? Who knew the It's only her original husband that she recognizes his hand gestures and his winking and his different movements that he might convince her to leave her second husband. But she doesn't know his brother at all. So of course she's allowed to go and 
marry his brother. So Gemara says, no, Maldatim, you might have thought, legs are high out to high. We should make Xer this one because of that one. If we allow her to marry the brother of her original husband, then people might end up saying that she's just allowed to marry her original husband. Kamashma and the Chedash is that we're not concerned for that. She's allowed to marry her original husband's brother, and we're not afraid that she's going to end up marrying her original husband. Vikadamarin, some say it was the other way around. The same way she's ushered to go back to her original husband, so too she's not allowed to marry her original husband's brothers. Ask the Gemara, why not? She doesn't know all their different hand gestures and all their different winks and their different hints, so why should she not be allowed to marry her original husband's brothers? So we say, it's Xera that she's not allowed to marry the brothers because she might end up marrying the original husband. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with a brand new Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.